Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the broadcast. If you're tuning into the podcast, I want to welcome you because this is going to be the podcast for today. I'm kind of out here being a little bit of an activist today. You guys will see a little bit more probably later. I'll go live, but I uh, wanted to just thank you for tuning in and welcome to the Remnant Warriors. And uh, many people are asking me this very important question that we're going to address today. And the question is, Pastor Todd, what's next? So uh, I'm going to get into this in this broadcast. Now, I want to just tell you this, though, is, is that many of us are connected through Facebook. And I have warned you from the beginning, and I'm going to warn you again, that Facebook eventually is going to cut this account. Doesn't matter that I'm a pastor. Doesn't matter that I have a ministry and, you know, we, we stand for religious liberty and freedom and, you know, we speak the truth. It doesn't matter. They want voices like mine silenced. And especially in these next few weeks and months, they are very nervous about people like myself. So that's why we put together the websites that are on the private servers that have a lot of um, sustainability when it comes to hacking. We've already kind of been put through some tests on that. And uh, despite the fact that they did take down the site for a little while, we were able to get it back up. So we feel pretty good about where we are with the websites and the private server and toddcoconado.com and rmntnews.com, rmntnews.com. Those are the two go-tos if I get taken down from social media. And the reason why I think that there's a, a good possibility that at some point, I think there's going to be another layer, another large swath, if you will, or whatever you want to call it, uh, of, of people that are taken down from social media in the coming weeks and months. And as this whole thing has been developing, and if you listen to the live stream the other day, I kind of explained from a spiritual standpoint where I think we are and why I think we've gone through this season and what this season is about. I would highly encourage you to listen to that stream if you haven't. Uh, it's just a few posts down from this one on Facebook, or you can go to my Rumble page. It's up there uh, just under the Todd Coconado Show. You can go to the podcast. But I highly encourage you to watch that stream because I, I gave a prophetic standpoint from a spiritual standpoint of what I feel like the Lord has been speaking to me in prayer about why we've gone through this time, why we're here, what we need to do, and we'll continue to color in the lines on that as the Lord speaks and leads us. I never want to go ahead of him. Uh, I will tell you when it's opinion versus when I think the Lord said something. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm just speaking from, you know, opinion from common sense, and it's not a thus saith the Lord. Other times I do feel like the Lord has spoke, and in those times I will make sure to tell you. So thank you for taking the time to listen uh, to the broadcast, and I'm going to get to the point here. So what's next? Um, so here's the thing we've been able to identify, and I spoke about this many, many times over the last six months or so, is, is that there were these things called packets. And what the packets are is they are the back and forth uh, to, you know, the night of the election. It's, it's the forensic back and forth that's trackable, it's traceable to uh, people in this world, in the tech world that, you know, are computer uh, savvy to the extreme level. I mean, these guys are like the, the best of the best. Uh, sometimes they're referred to as white hat hackers, uh, but they were able to, during the night of the election, capture the packets, right? And the mainstream fake news is out there. And of course they're doing their typical uh, fact checking and saying that this is a baseless claim and it's untrue. 
But we have reported this because we have credible evidence. Now, again, they're allegedly reporting because, of course, I don't have the packets in my hands. But these people, these white hat hackers, these credible people uh, from a computer forensic standpoint, you know, uh, are saying, are claiming, allegedly, that they have these. And these are, by the way, these are Trump allies. They're claiming that they have the packets of the back and forth. Now, let's just think about this. If they have, which we believe in our reporting and our investigation, that the probability that they have this is extremely high, extremely high. We don't feel that they're baseless claims and we don't feel that they're just bloviating. We feel from the background check that we've done on them and who these people are, we, we believe there's a high chance, very, very high chance that what they're saying is true. I would say if you have to get it a percentage standpoint, I'd say 85% chance that they are speaking the truth. I, I think there's always room for error. I think there's always, you know, there's a lot of things that go on in the world. We have to make sure that we are looking at it from a very balanced view. But I, I truly believe 85, I would even say 85 to 90% chance that the people that are claiming that they have the back and forth from the night of the election, I personally believe it. I personally believe it. So you take it to the Lord and you ask the Lord if you believe it or not. But I personally feel that these people are credible. I feel that what they're saying is true. I feel that they absolutely, in my opinion, this is my opinion, that they have the packets. So let's go on that. Okay, let's say they do have these packets of the back and forth where this is forensically, I mean, you're able to look. There's no way they can go back and change it. There's no way that they can fake it. There's no way that they could ever put this type of sequencing together. It's just too complicated. It's just too complicated. And there's no way that somebody could do that. I mean, the amount of information and the amount of back and forth, the amount of IP addresses and all those things, there's no way, I'm just gonna say this, there's no way from, from the investigation that we have, have done from speaking to experts in the field, there's no way that they could fake this. So in other words, what they have has to be authentic, has to be from the night of the election. They can't go back and make changes. They can't go back. It's just not the way it works. So what this is, is this is a back and forth from the night of the election that is provable. So when we look at that, from my opinion, based on the facts, based on the information, it's a, it's a, it's a lot, you know, an airtight argument, airtight. So then what does that mean? So if, if, the, if they have the back and forth, they have the packets, they have the IP addresses, they have the information that shows that a foreign actor, China and others, um, um, excuse me, sorry, I got a text there. Um, uh, the, the back and forth uh, evidence from that night is, a, is 100%, is 100%. So, so if they have this evidence and, 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 and the people are credible and the people that are the experts in the field are saying, yes, this is true. And yes, we can't change it. And yes, it's irrefutable. Well, then it comes down to what I've been talking about for a couple of months here is a mechanism of bringing law and order and justice. There has to be a mechanism. Is the mechanism the Supreme Court? Is the mechanism the FBI? Is the mechanism the DOJ? Is the, is the mechanism the military? 
Who is it that allows the evidence to be seen and heard? And what I think has been happening is, is that many people have been looking into this, people like yourself that are truth seekers, and they've been looking in and they've been hearing these different experts and they've been watching these different documentaries and they've been looking at some things that have come out and, and, and you are in your mind, you're saying, you know, this makes sense, but what I'm hearing from the mainstream corporate media does not make sense. With, with their story and their narrative and, and the fact that there was no fraud and there was no, that doesn't make sense because you're seeing, as a truth seeker, you're seeing people bringing forth evidence and facts and then you're hearing the mainstream media saying, baseless claims, baseless claims, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory. You're seeing them censor. You're seeing them silence. And that's why I say that I think there's going to be another round of Facebook because we're already seeing it with YouTube and others taking down whole pages and whole accounts because the only thing that they can do at this point from going forward, they've lost the narrative because people are smart and they, and they look and they research and they listen and they're not buying it. So the next thing that they have to do from a logical standpoint, from what we've watched in the past, is that they have to take down the account because they have to censor and they have to silence the dissenting voices. It's just like what they've done with the vaccine. And it doesn't matter. Uh, there was somebody that was a former, I want to say like a Clinton person, and they started coming out and talking about the vaccine. Well, Twitter took down the woman's account. So, it, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you are a former Democrat or you're a Democrat or you're conservative or you're a Christian. If you start speaking truth and you start going against the mainstream narrative, they take down your account. And that's why over and over again, I say toddcoconado.com, toddcoconado.com, go to the website, stay in touch. Because I know this is probably going to come at some point because you, you can't speak truth like this anymore. It's sad. How sad is it? A pastor, a pastor in, in the United States of America, in a country where we have the First Amendment and supposed freedom of speech. But these tech companies, what we're finding, ladies and gentlemen, is they're in bed with the same people that are, that are behind the scenes doing these things. There's money. There's a money trail. Look at, look at the money trail in the election. So when you start getting so over the target that, that everything you're bringing is like a truth bomb, they don't have any other option. They have to silence you because you're causing too many problems for them. And that's, that's the problem here is, is that we don't have this ability anymore to just speak freely and have a free flow speech, you know, a, a conversation of, of ideas and, and debate like we used to have in the country. We used to be able to have a conversation where we would debate and then you would be able to make the choice. But now it's more China-esque where they're bringing in a censorship regime and they want to silence dissenting voices. And it's only people that are willing to go along with their narrative. And there's a lot of them. And the investigation has taken me as a, as a truth seeker and a Christian. You know, we started looking into the denominations. We did a show yesterday about some of these denominations. And I didn't start naming names yet. I probably will at some point. But, you know, I'm trying to just kind of slowly, incrementally bring this information out because it's so groundbreaking. But we found that some of these denominations are in bed with the same people that are pushing the critical race theory, that are pushing the transhumanism, transgenderism, gay agenda, uh, all the different things that they've been pushing. And then we're finding that there's a money trail, there's a connection. So this is like really over the target stuff. 
and then and then and then the universities that's the next step then the universities are also in in the same corruption so i think a lot of people knew there was corruption but i think a lot of people didn't realize how deep the corruption is i think a lot of people didn't realize how many players are involved how deep this goes and so when you you speak to other patriots and people that are awake and you know and you see that more and more people are waking up every day and it's like this uh, avalanche, I mean, on the deep state, they're, they're panicking because their, their narratives are being destroyed. I mean, just look at what happened with the Wuhan lab story. Whole accounts were taken down. Doctors were penalized. Think about the frontline doctors. Penalized. Accounts taken down. Censored. Told that they're crazy conspiracy theorists. Uh, their names were dragged in the mud. And then what, a year later it comes out? that what they were saying was more valid than what the CDC was saying, you know, that, that's more valid than what uh, some of these other um, people were saying, uh, you know, so anyways, uh, sorry, I keep getting like a ton of text, so please forgive me. And, and some of it's like really important stuff, so I start reading it. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, we're at this very important point right now. Once again, once again, at an important point, because the information is so, so um, irrefutable, so irrefutable that, uh, you know, if a court were to hear it based on merit, there's no way. That's why I think Lindell's out there saying, you know, absolute 990 is because there's no way that any logical person that cares about the rule of law could possibly say it's not true. It is true. It's, it's a fact. It's a fact. So the question is, 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 is there going to be a mechanism? Is, 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 are we going to see in the next few months the court or, you know, the, the military or, you know, the DOJ or the FBI or the letter agencies or anybody take this evidence and actually look at it and say, yeah, a crime has been committed. But, you know, we, we've done our part. We've done our part. And so we have to now believe that the prayers are, are going to be heard and that God is going to move on our behalf and on behalf of this nation. And that's why this is a really crucial and critical, important time to pray and fast and seek the Lord and, and contend for America and contend for breakthrough. I think this summer is a, a very crucial time and uh, we're going to see how this plays out, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh, and none of us know how it's going to play out yet, but I think a lot of you, you were questioning in the beginning, like, show me the proof, show me the evidence. Well, it is so substantial that it's almost laughable how, how substantial it is. It's, it's so irrefutable that it's like, okay, here it is. Now what? Right. And that's the question many people ask. Now, a lot of people are, are taking the negative approach and saying it will never be heard and nothing's going to happen. And, uh, and I understand that because, you know, we haven't seen a lot of justice in people that have committed some serious crimes. So it makes sense that you would feel that way. But we have to look through the lens of faith and believe that God does respond to the prayers of the saints, the Christians, the people of God that are contending, that are praying. We have to believe that God does respond. And so we can't give up and we can't lose hope. Look how far we've come. Look how much information has already come out. Look at how many things that they called us crazy, nuts, conspiracy people that now are a fact. 
and that even the people that mocked us, that by the way, they never apologize. Maybe, maybe you had a couple people apologize. I rarely do. Um, but, but how many things, look how many things have come out and, and look of how many things have happened that we thought maybe never would happen that have. So don't lose hope and don't lose focus. In fact, I think now is the time to press in more than ever before. That's my opinion, because I think we're on the cusp of a major breakthrough. And again, listen to my live stream where I talked about the revival that I think is, is coming and has already started. But this, this broadcast is more about what now. And we had to build this whole thing to show you to where we are now on this, on this timeline and now what's going to happen. So there needs to be a mechanism, like I've said from the beginning, that's what we need to be praying for, that the justices in the Supreme Court would, would, would be pushed by the, the court of public opinion and the people that say, hey, we want this case looked at, you know, and there needs to be a public outcry. You saw uh, Harris was down there in Guatemala in Guatemala, people are holding up signs. I've told you, this is worldwide. I speak to people around the country, around the world. And they tell me that, you know, we know what happened. We see it. So it's it's pretty hard not to see, but the fake news media, they're out there trying to make you feel like the crazy one. And unfortunately, a lot of people, as they did in the days of the word of God and the prophets of Baal, they bought the lies and they and they, and they're just accepting that as the truth. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. So be praying and interceding that God, you know, moves on our behalf, answers the prayers of the saints and the righteous, the righteous remnant. I believe that God is going to give America more time. I believe that we're not done as a country. Uh, I, I still have tremendous hope. I still believe that God is on the move. I think that we're going to see a simultaneous revival and powerful move of God as this all plays out in the natural. And I do believe this did need to happen for many, many reasons. It needed to happen to expose the lies and the fraud and the corruption. It needed to happen to show the people how deep this corruption is and was and had gotten. Uh, it needed to wake up and shake the church, you know, into repentance, into understanding that we can't be apathetic. We can't be complacent. We've got to be the head and not the tail. Uh, no more of this nonsense. And, and we had to see how deep the corruption went, ladies and gentlemen. It went into the, the, some people that are plants that are in the church that have, that have gotten into positions of power that are just absolute plants, deep state hacks. They infiltrated the church. They infiltrated the, 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 the courts. They infiltrated the, the whole system, the schools. And we had to see it. We had to see it. We had to be shown and now you see it. So now the big question is what, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And that's where we need to pray. That's where we need to believe that God is going to move. And that's where we can't give up. That's where we can't lose focus. We got to contend. Learn to be a remnant warrior. Learn to be a prayer warrior if you haven't been. Learn to understand and appreciate the, prow- the power of prayer. The power of the church. The power of the Christians. The power of, of what the Lord has given us as, as the salt and the light to, to be Uh, watchmen on the wall for our nation, for our world, to be speaking truth, regardless of the pressure, regardless of the threats, regardless of all the stuff that they try to do to make you stop speaking the truth. That's what we talk about when we talk about standing. That's what we talk about. We talk about standing. We got to stand. Got to stand. This is what standing is. You know, I'm not saying be violent. I'm not saying go out there and cause problems. I'm saying stand. 
when the pressure's on, when it seems impossible, when it seems hopeless, when, I, when it seems like your enemies are encamped around you, read the Psalms. Read David. Read what he said. His enemies were encamped around him. Have you ever been in that position? Sometimes we feel like that's what this is. It looks like our enemies are winning. It looks like we're done. And many people want to just give up. Well, that's what they wanted to do when they got, they got out of Egypt, the children of Israel. A lot of them wanted to turn back. A lot of them said, well, at least we could, you know, we lived that we were okay. You know, we didn't die. You know, we'll go back. We'll be safe. But God needed the people to go through the Red Sea, which, which he had to part where, where only God could have done that, where it was only God that could have done it. And I believe that he needed America and he needed the world to see, to get to a place where number one, we saw the, the corruption, we saw the plan of the enemy, the church was shaken, people were, were bailing left and right, corruption was being revealed. We understand the level of it. We understand how dark, how, how wicked the plans of the enemy was. We, we got to a precipice. We were at the edge of destruction. We were at a, a defining moment, a crossroads. And we had to get to this, this crossroads. And, and then all of a sudden it was like, okay, what are you going to do? Are you going to stand or are you going to cave? Are you going to cower? You know, and, and we were pressured. It's almost like a refiner's fire, you know? And, and, and I keep going back to the story of Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. They wanted the saints of God, the Christians, they wanted us to, to bow down to their plan, to their agenda, to their strategy. But the problem is this, we're a people of faith. And if you've had an encounter with the living God, you know the God that you serve is so real, is so powerful, is able to move mountains on our behalf. And when it looks absolutely grim and it looks like there's absolutely no hope and you think, only God could save me. And then at the very last minute, God comes in like in Acts chapter two, mighty rushing wind, and he saves the church and he, and he gives us the, the protection and more time and a powerful move of his Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because God is concerned about souls. God is concerned about souls. He knows that this is about our eternity. It's not about the fake news and the prophets of Baal and their lies and their corruption and all the corruption in government and all the corruption in the institutions and the corruption even in the church. That's not what it's about. God is separating the wheat from the chaff. He's separating the sheep from the goats. He's allowing this time. It's amazing what he's doing. We rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. Taste and see that the Lord is good. His plan, his purpose hasn't changed. His word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. This is the God that we serve. Hallelujah. We will stand and we will win because we are not victims. We're victors. <laughs> we're not victims. We're victors. That's who we are in Jesus Christ. So ask the Lord to give you the strength today to fill your heart. He's enough. He's more than enough. He gives us peace that passes understanding, joy unspeakable. All power in heaven and earth is his. He sits on the throne of glory. He's never got off the throne. He's never lost his power. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is going to get us through. Just like the people of Israel where he parted the Red Sea. 
God is a solution. He's never out of solutions. He's never out of answers. He's never out of hope. Don't lose hope. Don't let depression take root in your life. Don't let that defeatism spirit where you feel defeated. You're not defeated. God is with you. He's with us. He has not left us. He has not forsaken us. So be encouraged. A lot of stuff has been said today, but I encourage you to get in the word of God, spend time in his presence, worship him, see what he does. Amen? He's gonna do something powerful. All right, guys. Love you and bless you. We'll talk to you soon. God bless.